Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to The Fear, a podcast about the overlap between comedy and horror. My name's Sarah Morgan. Hello, Ness. Hello. You alright, everyone? How are you? My guest unpacking their greatest fears this week is the boyishly handsome stand-up comedian, Tom Neenan. That's right. Boyishly handsome. Handsome like a boy. I did not say which We're going to get straight into it, uh, but I wanted to let you know that if you're in LA, or even if you're not, it's still going to happen. Tom Neenan is going to be performing his Edinburgh show, It's Always Infinity, at the Lyric Hyperion Los Angeles on the 23rd of October, 2019. If you like funny things, I would advise going. Tickets and details are available at tomneenan.com. UK-based listeners, there's details of the next The Fear of the Live coming up after this, and then we can all enjoy a lovely chat with the rakishly handsome Tom Neenan. Rakishly handsome. Handsome like a rake. I did not say. Come and say hello on at the Fear Podcast on the social medias. We're very lonely. I say we, it's just me. Uh, Rate review on iTunes, all the things. But for now, enjoy this chat with the fabulous Tom Needham. Cheers! Ahoy, hoy, you spooky babies. Sarah here with a special message to our friends in the north. On the 25th of October, we're doing a The Fear the Live Halloween Spooktacular at the York Theatre Royal. My special guests will be Do the Right Things, Danielle Ward, and Inside the Comedians, David Reed. Two of my favourite podcasts, two of my favourite people. We'll be talking about scary stuff in the beautiful theatre in Europe's most haunted city, apparently. Mm. That's The Fear the Live, 25th of October in York. For tickets and more info, go to yorktheatreroyal.co.uk or at The Fear Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. Book now or FOMO forever. Hello and welcome to The Fear, a podcast about the overlap between comedy and horror. My name's Sarah Morgan. Hello. Hello. My guest this week is comedian, stand-up, writer. Sure. All of those. Mm-hmm. That's the, basically the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. I'm a, we're, all, we're all multi-hyphens now. We're all freelancers just trying to make our way in the world. <laughs> uh, hyphenate freelancer. Yes. Uh, Tom Neenan. Hello. Um, as always, I ask my guests to bring in three things that scare them, a fear from their childhood, their favourite scare moment from film or TV which they can interpret how they wish and a fear or phobia they live with now uh, and by doing so we all just kind of admit that we're all just scared of stuff everyone's terrified all the time are you terrified all the time Tony? always always I'm the thing that scares me most is people who aren't terrified all the yeah, time yeah what the fuck's their problem no I don't know no I'm them to get away from me psychopaths my I had this horrible realisation the other day that, that Donald Trump for all his crimes yeah I absolutely promise has never been in the shower mm. and then just stopped and stamped his foot mm. 
and made this noise because <laughs> he remembered something he put on an internet message board 18 years ago yeah. that doesn't exist anymore and I do that all the time <laughs> constantly just go oh, oh, oh no. god like, I hate that and yeah. then I stop dead in the street I, I actually <laughs> physically stop walking if I remember something that I'm like like there'll be things that I say now maybe this sentence the end oh, of this sentence please. that will end up uh, at some point I'll have to stop walking in the street and go oh, oh okay and just uh, try, yeah. that's the word yeah yeah so people who don't cringe at the content of the character yes, at all exactly. times yeah are you are you a scaredy person um I don't no, I think I, I I certainly have like anxiety. That's something I have, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's the same because I feel like fear comes from a different place. My oh, anxiety, that's really interesting. yeah, I, and this is based on nothing, mm. uh, but it's just how it feels, which is like it, there's certain things that you feel anxious about, but you're very aware of what they are, and uh, I think you maybe you fear the unknown more. So like you might fear a dark alley mm. because something awful could happen there, but you wouldn't f- like you'd feel anxious generally about sort of I don't know being attacked or I, I don't know. I'm not yeah. explaining it very well, but it's no, um, no, 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 anxiety. I mean, I, I yeah. have genuine anxiety disorder, yes, which is yeah. different to depression. Yes, uh, and th- th- I have them both. But anxiety <laughs> is like a general low grade kind of. I mean, it's very physical. It's a hum, isn't it? It's like a hum. It's a background that, hum yeah. that you've definitely done something wrong yes. somewhere or mm-hmm. something bad is about to happen. Yes. Um, and it, I, I, there's a thing that happened to me the other day is I was talking to a friend of mine who is as equally frightened of opening important emails as I am. Right. Like, and you can see the headline in the thing and you know it's there and, and, yeah. and he, he tortures himself putting off. And I used to do that. And then I changed the setting on my phone by mm-hmm. accident. I don't know what I did, but I accidentally turned on uh, notifications. Yes. So the, 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 the front page of the email, the first sentence of the email, that I always had that turned off, and that now comes up when I get an email. And I have no time to be anxious now. Because yeah, the email, yeah. the thing that says, you definitely got the job, or we're yeah. definitely not hiring you. <laughs> I, I, like, my screen phone screen popped up the other day, and it was mm. this thing I've been waiting to hear. I haven't heard anything about it for six months, and it just went like, yeah, we're going with a more experienced writer. Right. Now, that sh- dis- should have disemboweled me. Yes. But because it just sort of came out of the corner of my like, what? And I was like standing in a sandwich queue. It was like, oh, well, I had no time to build that up. Yeah, like, it's just, oh. Yeah, it didn't just appear, oh, this is the important email that yeah. I wanted from the person and mm. now I'm opening it and now the little circle's turning. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You couldn't build that up uh, as much. Yes. Um, that's a very good idea. Another um, tip that I was given by uh, brilliant comedian Ahir Shah mm. um, is his phone. He put his phone on black and white. Um, which just because you have notifications that are red right and that is you know that maybe it's hardwired in that that is danger um by all of his phone is uh black and white so Mm. that actually i think it's a more calming uh thing you know and all the notifications are less extreme and less kind of i I suppose the word would be triggering uh, (laughs) uh, in a sense because that's what they literally do is like trigger response yeah they're designed to make you yeah do something exactly feel feel something yeah kind of emotional and it's chemical, like like anxiety. The chemical, yeah. the chemical that happens with the yeah. Mm. I mean, it's, it's interesting. We're talking about this all in very social media and technology yeah, terms. Yeah. But I, re- it's a really nice segue into a, a project which I really enjoyed recently because I only just heard it huh? called the Hauntening. Oh, bless you! Thank you very much. Yeah, which you, you uh, yeah was on Radio Four a while ago. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, we try and put them on. So that was on last Halloween. We're not doing uh, one this year, but ne- the next year as well. It's going to oh, be some, uh, more at Halloween again. So that should be really fun. Oh uh, yeah, no, mm. it's. It, 
was. It, I really enjoyed it. They were. They were. They're sort of n- nice, short, nasty little horror <laughs> stories. Yes. Mod, yeah. But they're modern horror stories. Like the ones about Uber. Yeah. Ones about viral videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the other podcast. Oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the podcasting ones. Great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, I really it, like put them together. I mm. they're fifteen minutes long, which is hard. But I. Um, it's really interesting. I had a. Th- I, I know you like your comedy theories. I do. I love a comedy theory. Comedy yeah. theory. Yeah, yeah. One of them. Who's I believe... the mum in Tom Neen? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the matriarch? Who's the patriarch? Yes. Who's Carson the clown? When the... it's just you on your own, Tom Neen. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a left brain, right brain thing? And it's like the mum and the dad, and my hands are the kids. That's yes. Exactly. The, uh, um, that feels. Uh, <laughs> feels <laughs> please don't get that out of context. Um, but one of the things I was thinking is that part of comedy structuring, like comedy shows, mm. is that comedy is. Uh, drama sped up. That's, oh, interesting. I probably can't define that enough, but like, I was thinking about uh, trying to do like, because they're 15 minutes long, but they have to tell a whole story. Mm. Um, and there's, so if you, there's a great episode of Black Mirror with Bryce Dallas Howard uh, mm. where she's like chasing likes. Oh, nosedive, like yeah. Nosedive. Yeah. Uh, that's really good. But there's a similar, and that's a drama. Mm. Uh, but I love that Charlie Brooker's uh, problem with Facebook is that people are going to be too nice to each other. Yeah. That, that did not happen, Charlie. It's absolutely no. fine. No one, no, <laughs> no one's being too nice and yeah. too positive. <laughs> we dodged that bullet. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, but then there's an episode of Community yeah. uh, with Meow Meow Beans, which is basically the oh, same yeah, idea, yeah. Um, but uh, put over 21 minutes. Mm. And it's kind of like one is drama and the other is comedy because one takes it to a ludicrous extreme where they live in a dystopia. Yeah, and and uh, uh, Starburns is dressed as Zardos. Yeah, yeah. Zardos? I can't Zardos, say. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a hell of a sentence to people who don't watch Community <laughs> or old Sean Connery sci-fi yes. films. Like, yeah, don't worry about it. Just look at it. You'll have to get a, there's a lot of cultural yeah. uh, wheat to sort of yeah, <laughs> to run through to get that. Um, <laughs> like Teresa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will Running find through references. references. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I just think, so that's what made me think that actually all of those stories could be slightly, you know, similar to Black Mirrors or something. Mm. The fact they have to be told so quickly mm. means they just become comedic. That's uh, really interesting. There's mm. no room for, for breathing space. Yes. And, and uh, yeah, credibility, I guess. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. All right, yes, Hauntsling was great. And yeah. I, I also loved your... Um, I did not see your Edinburgh show this year, and mm. I would like to talk to you about it in a minute. Okay. But I want to talk about your Edinburgh show from a couple of years ago called Vaudeville. Oh, yeah. That I loved. And you have oh. to imagine I'm wearing my ghost badge, because oh. I genuinely have one, but I couldn't find it this morning. <laughs> oh, bless you. Uh, but imagine I'm wearing the ghost badge <laughs> that show. Oh, Tell- well, thank you. That was, once again, it's... Uh, an hour is a long time to fill. Mm. So, Vaudeville, for those who didn't see it, un- unbelievable. <laughs> there are people there. Who, uh, I haven't seen it. Um, it was like a. It was an Edinburgh live show uh, where I played all the characters, but it was also a um, an anthology horror. It was um, a portmanteau, portmanteau wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. It was. It was a, in the traditional horror style, like yes. three three spooky stories told to you by the caretaker the, of the theatre. Yes, exactly. That you were arriving in as an audience member with it like a lovely, lovely, slight overarching thing there as well which is yeah and so it played into all those tropes mm. and it was great because rather than because you get to do get to see like I'm I'm tapping into a classic genre yeah. but also what you get to do is not have to do an hour of one story mm. uh, and actually mix it up a bit and I had a great time doing that show because yeah people really enjoyed the uh, oh great because even that's the great thing about Portmanto Horror mm. is it ends and then you're like oh there's a new bit there's something brand new and there's a new cast of characters and there's new fun things to do um, so yeah it's inspired by like Dead of Night um mm. What rather great? I'm trying to remember the other portmanteau. I watched a really good Treehouse of Horror yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. number three. 
which I thought, oh, is this three going to be any good? Because mm. they're fun, you know. And then, oh, it turns out it's really good. It's yeah. all with King Kong. Oh, wow. <laughs> Women and semen don't mix. Yeah. We know what you think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's a and really good trio. Like, so a Simpsons episode is 21 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. So they do three stories in that. Mm. So each one must be seven minutes. Less than, because there's all the bits in between and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they're doing like a six minute. And the, I, I think about Treehouse of Horror stories, and mm. they all feel so substantial. Mm. Um, well, like, they're, they're normally pastiches, which help. But yeah, yes, exactly. So What's like, your favourite Treehouse of Horror? Really good question, and I will yeah. throw the same back to you. Uh, I'm going to say <laughs> for now, um, one that really makes me sad is you know where Homer's going through all the different uh, universes. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, where he keeps on changing time, and there's the one where it's his perfect universe, where like it's this beautiful palatial house, yeah. and then they re- tell him that they don't know what donuts are, <laughs> and he runs away, and then it rains donuts outside, and it's like he would have been so happy there. <laughs> Uh, so that one always makes me really sad. Um, but or terror at what is it? Three and a half feet. Um, oh. The one on the school bus, which is the parody of yes, the, yes. Um, the William Shatner Twilight yeah. Zone. It's really good. What about you? Oh God, loads. But I do. I love uh, the other, the one where Homer's in hell and he's yes. the infinite punishment machine, which just keeps shoving donuts in yeah. his face. But. Uh, he just keeps eating the donuts. <laughs> and there's and there's like ah, ironic punishment division. <laughs> Eat all the donuts, and he just keeps eating. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he even asks for more. It's that so one, great. That's great. That has so have, many good jokes. Oh, that bit. So many good I always think magic. about that when you you two put that album on people's mm. iPhones, and it's like one free music. Eh? <laughs> it's like the ironic punishment division again. <laughs> Uh, there's the uh, there's my thing that happens in a treehouse of horror is mm. right at the end when they're wrapping the whole thing up. Mm. You know when Marge used to step out in front of the curtain and go, "Oh, it's going to be a scary one." <laughs> yeah. I loved the, anything with a warning. Yeah, we're going to yeah, get onto yeah. warnings in a yes. minute. But anything that warns you that mm-hmm. you're going to see something scary makes it immediately yeah. better. Like, oh, it's such a great so trick. Yeah, oh, the Raven as well. Sorry, I just remembered that the Raven is <gasps> it's literally good. the first one. Literally is the it? very first treehouse of horror. Like they wow. nailed it from yeah. really early on. Um, but the one, yeah. So at the end, um, the family's all line up and mm. they go oh well look at it all, don't worry they're all just stories and all made up don't mm. have nightmares and then someone goes oh yeah but watch out because there's that fog coming that turns people inside out <laughs> oh, yeah. and they all just go inside out yeah. and then they sing one from a chorus line <laughs> it's fantastic and then, oh and the dog starts eating them all oh, yeah. it's like such nightmare fuel and it's like 20 seconds yeah amazing it's, and I can, can see myself being younger watching that and that genuinely scaring me like yeah. I think at a certain age that's probably why they do the the warning is they yeah, do it yeah. as a joke but yeah it needs an actual thing because you yeah well once again we'll come on to that because so much of like childhood fears isn't often it isn't stuff that's meant because you don't watch scary things as a no. kid so it's you have to like you get your fear from like inferring other things well, and that's being really... told that something is going to scare you because yeah. yeah, well, yeah, let's move on to oh, your choices yeah. because I love that you, I mean you said you apologised to me for this mm. you said that oh, I've chosen everything that is like media based yeah. and, and, and I'm not sure what that says about me I'm fascinated by what that says about me <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like your your fears must be realised behind glass. Yes, exactly. Behind, behind a so black scary. mirror on my Hello. Hello. <laughs> yes, I, I think because, like, so obviously, I think to keep it interesting as well, and make it make it stuff that I wanted to chat about. Because, like, mm. if I went in and went, what scares you? And it would be like, uh, well, when I was a kid, I was probably scared about my parents dying. And then it'd be like, it would be, I would love to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like everyone would sort of. I was terrified go, of my mum being kidnapped by Freddy Krueger. Oh, that was a really nightmare I had when I was a kid um, that's sort of media-y <laughs> that was, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah exactly yeah. but also shot through the prison of pop culture what are exactly. you going to do I think are. that's how we, we process so much stuff now mm. don't we so yeah, yeah I'll, I'll use that as my excuse the, what scared you as a child Tom 
the VHS cover of a 1992 horror film entitled The Revenge of Billy the Kid. (laughs) (laughs) I looked this up. Yeah. Um... It's not, yeah, it's not a good picture, is it? Like, no. I mean, there's there's lots of different versions. You sent me, I think, the French version. I know it was the most high def one I could ah. find at the time, and even then, it looked a bit shit. Yes. So, I mean, I'm imagining this just was not a very high quality picture to begin with. It wasn't, but I so I knowing I was coming on this, I went on Twitter because I didn't know at the time, and all I remember is um, this image. Because what happened was, it was uh, when I was a lot younger, my mum needed to take the car to the garage and we had to like go back and forth to pick up a load of things. We walked past this video shop about four times that day and I carried on walking past this image. And that night I had a nightmare, which I won't describe because nightmares are you know, it's like oh no, please, dream. no, no. I uh, love, I love. Honestly, I hate them. Like, oh, it's really boring. It's yeah. like, no. What's really boring is saying it's really boring. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> like, just plow on through. Tell and do me it. about your dream. Um, so yeah, I must be really young. I think we just come back from a holiday to Greece, and so I remember like walking around those old towns in mm. Greece, and yeah, we were in one of those, and we were climbing up like a really rickety staircase, and then at the top there was uh, a door. I pushed it open, and then. Uh, for those of you who uh, can get access to the image, the uh, goat creature from The Revenge of Billy the Kid walks towards me, saying in a recorded voice, have silent dreams, I am no danger. That's a weird <gasps> phrase that's been in my head since I was a child. And But I remember thinking, but then like going, so there's this thing which is threatening you, but also telling you not to be threatened. Anyway, and then it came really close and then I woke up. And Holy fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, have sorry say that one more time have have silent dreams i am no danger was like this phrase that and it just went over and over again and it was it's the first time i've ever said it out like that's been that phrase has been in my head for uh what how long would it be now at least 20 years and you've never said it out loud I've until never now said it out hang loud. on have i just been possessed <laughs> yeah. i feel like you've just passed on a curse everyone listening to this podcast now <laughs> Um, I just feel like a curse. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, let's talk about the picture from the cover. Right. right? Because yes. now we know why this is yeah, the yeah. most terrifying thing in the world. Uh, it's really fucking funny when you look at the video cover for The Return of Billy the Kid, which mm. is for a shitty looking yeah, horror film. Yeah, yeah. Really I have watched does. the trailer. It looks a real stinker. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the cover is two... Bump, country bumpkins, country bumpkins, classic uh, bumpkins. classic bumpkins. I didn't realise they were. It was British. Yeah. I thought they assumed they were like rednecks or oh, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, it, it, as the style of the eighties. Mm-hmm. They're in sort of, you know, they've literally got like, you know, jugs with X's on, and yeah. and oh, there's a toilet <laughs> roll flying in the background. Like it's yeah. really some classy. They, they, I think they're wearing quite a lot of like red cheek makeup to look like they're drunk and they've yeah. got teeth missing and stuff it's like that. It's very broad, isn't it? It's very broad characterisation they're going for. Yeah, and oh I know what they look like. Mm. They look like the two Ronnies when they used to sit against yeah, the yeah. wall. <laughs> it's exactly that. You're right there, Ezekiel. Yeah. Oh, I've got a pun about my wife's tits. Yeah. Have you? Oh, lovely. Uh, it was that. Yes, like very exactly. that. It's, it's very that. Yeah. And um they've <laughs> I wish I could remember one of the two Ronnies. They were great characters. Anyway, I can't remember the sort of the shtick of those two. Uh was it literally just Puns about it's, it's usually puns usually about, puns tits, about tits, or just being a bit thick. Yeah, uh, I might have to look. If, 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 if I find one, I'll drop one in. Yeah. If I do love the two Ronnies, any excuse. Um, and yes, but in the background, sort of quite you know about seven foot tall. Yeah, is what can only be described as a very nineteen eighties nightmare creature. Yes, who is a sort of goat with a scrambled alien face. Uh, yeah. It's so maybe it could be maybe it plays into that whole two Ronnies thing, which is <laughs> that image looks like something like horror, like say like Hellraiser or something like mm. that. One of those horror eighties things crashing in on safe 
yes. safe family comedy. Well, the one on the left looks like John Candy. Yeah. And the one on the right looks like Paul Whitehouse <laughs> uh, doing, you know, doing a far, doing a far show character. But yeah. They didn't, or, yeah, or Unlucky Alf or someone like that. <laughs> but, like, they don't look threatening. They, they don't look, at They all. look quite, like, stupid and they've got little clay pipes. And I'm guessing it, they're slightly inspired by, I mean, that image as well, the, the structure of it is very mm. Abbott Costello, like, oh, when yeah. they used to have, like, the mummy or a vampire yeah. behind them. Um, and maybe we're giving them way too much credit. <laughs> yeah, I think, do you think they accidentally made quite a good horror monster? Yes. For a shit <laughs> I think so, because like that, uh, as usual with these things, it's, it's static, uh, mm. and that makes it scarier, because often with those things, like the second they move, you realise, oh, actually, it flaps around a bit, and oh, it doesn't, the, the yeah. model isn't that good. But if it's, it's, a lot of these things are designed to look great when they're like static and in mm-hmm. one pose. So it actually doesn't look bad, I don't think, for like what must be a British uh, yeah. effects company at yeah. the time. Well, what's, what would be, inter- I mean, imagine if you'd then gone in, rented the film and watched it straight away, probably yeah. you would never have had a nightmare again, because it, the film looks absolutely yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. terrible. Yeah. It's a about a, a, a sort of inbred family of farmers. <laughs> he's called Giles McDonald. Yeah. And he's got a kid called Ronald McDonald, yeah. who's a girl, and the joke is she's called Ronald. Like, that's yeah. the joke. <laughs> and the, and yeah, they're just doing the accent, yeah. and, which I find as a Somersetian very offensive. Of course. Um, and he the, he fucks a goat, and the goat has a kid. Yeah. A and kid, then that's the. Uh, and that's of, Billy the kid, who's yeah. the monster in the thing. It's got nothing to do with the Wild West or anything like yeah. that. It's, it's just a goat. Yeah. monster who presumably just chases them around for <laughs> yeah. an hour just kills a few people yeah mm. it's I think I people saw the falling tra- in dung piles yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the trailer alone tells you this is not a scary yeah. film <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it's so I remember all I remember literally is it sorry came- if you're involved listeners yeah. <laughs> if anyone if you're in that made this and it's like I was young yeah well congratulations it stuck with me hey you made a film yes it's really hard to make it a film it really is they got the funding somehow <laughs> um, but I, I meant like it's popped up again like a few times I just, just suddenly remember this VHS guy. And I remember when I was at university, we were, I was looking around at an HMV in Newcastle and I found it. Mm. I found it and I was like, it was like properly it was like a shock. And so when we were sort of discussing this thing, I was like, oh, I need to, how on earth am I going to find out what this film, what I can't remember the title. Oh, so, oh even better. Yeah, yeah. I went on Twitter yeah. uh, as, you know, for any of the, <laughs> and it was a proper hey hive mind, you know, situation. Yeah. And I said, it's two bumpkins and there's a <laughs> demonic goat behind them and just thought, I'll throw it out there. Yeah. Uh, and two people, one of whom is uh, this parish's uh, John Rain, ah. got back to me really quickly and was like, oh, it's this film. And I was like, it was... I'm see- shocked, shocked that John Rain knew about a shitty 80s horror I film. I know. Yeah. What are the odds? <laughs> and so, yeah, so I, I saw that and suddenly was like, oh my God. It, yeah, I was transported back to them because it still holds up as an image. And I was like, oh... Um, but then I knew the f- to film, and you can find out more about them now. And so I investigated That's, it. And I think the lost the lost art of knowing a tiny, tiny bit about a film, yeah. which which you know, in the in the conversation about terrifying VHS or Betamax I don't yes. know why I'm saying VHS like beta didn't exist yeah. I had a Betamax oh really uh, yeah that's why I spent so long in the video shop as a kid um. because it wasn't any beta film so I would spend hours yeah and it was what you did with kids back then leaving them in the video shop oh, it was great but that's at least that's like a like a soft play area now <laughs> now you now you, back then you would leave your kid in the video shop for an hour you'd go off yeah, and do yeah. some shopping like, now you just sort of <laughs> have an affair I don't know whatever, <laughs> whatever parents did in the 80s Blockbuster then, has a lot to answer for and you'd just be wondering yeah there wasn't I mean I think Blockbuster was like I mean, were you about the same age I'm 39 uh, 34 okay so yeah. I was I, it was just but, pre, yeah, roughly but, but around VHS. that same, 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 same thing you'd go and you'd spend an hour just walking 
walking around a shop looking at these and this tiny amount of information that was meant to make it look as good slash scary slash sensational slash sexy as possible and then you would never find out anything more about it again there was there was one it was there's I mean there's there's loads of videos that freaked me out as a mm. kid that again had no more information on one was Ghoulies oh yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> because it was if I'd known then oh it's a rip off of Gremlins which mm. you loved and, yeah. it was, and, and and my brain didn't make those connections and then and the image was just a, a, a crap spooky monster coming out of a toilet right yeah yeah wearing child's clothes which was a bit freaky <laughs> so I was like where did you get the clothes interesting and um and then um. But yeah, that it said like ghoulies, they'll get you, and then it was like this is going to come out of toilet and yeah. kill you <laughs> via your ass, <arse."> yeah. <laughs> which is always terrifying. Ass first death yeah, is yeah. the worst kind of death. <laughs> and um, um, but I was looking at it in the video shop, a tiny little video shop, not a blockbuster, like yeah. a tiny little creepy old tobacconist, mm-hmm. you know, like everyone chain smoking kind of one of those uh, those places. Yeah, and um, my sister uh, was. Um, uh, stand, stood next to an open gas fire. Yeah. You know, like back in the 80s, everything just, everything, everything could kill you. Yeah. Uh, There's just an open gas fire, it was cold. Uh, I was staring at this ghoulies poster and then my sister screamed and I turned around and her puffer coat, oh her ski God. jacket, her flammable CNA ski jacket <laughs> caught fire. <laughs> so, so you must have thought, does this have a power? This image yeah, has a power, power. The power of the ghoulies poster. Like you say, you were, you were just, you had this... Uh, these sort of squares that you mm, can look at. Yeah. And back then they weren't so good at marketing uh, films. So like now you'd put a star front and centre or like yeah. the IP or something like that. Whereas then they sort of just went, here's an image yeah. uh, from from it. And it would be, if it was a horror film, it would just be designed to be as like either enigmatic or as mm. shocking as possible. Um, weirdly, uh, I think also it's something unique to that early 90s late 80s style Mm. because even comedies I remember seeing the cover for Problem Child 2 Hmm. and the I mean have a look at it and like as uh, you know Problem Child 2 and I think it's an image of John Ritter it's trapped in a washing machine. I remember. No, do you know what? Yeah. I haven't even. I, I've started typing it in. Yeah. And I remember it. He looks traumatized. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you're like, Let that never happened. Obviously, that doesn't happen in the film because yes, you- he's traumatized inside a washing machine. Yeah. Which is like really a horror because you're actually warned like when you're a kid because when you can fit in washing machines, yeah. don't get in the washing machine. Yeah. Um, and I just that doesn't happen in the film, obviously, because no. like so much of the, the these images that they'd put in mm. wouldn't actually be representative because they will be hand drawn as well. National Lampoon's Vacation. That's exactly. a brilliant cover, but I didn't know what the fuck the reference <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just what is this film about? It looks yeah. mad. Um, like there, there was one which I, which has come up on the show before, but there mm. was a film uh, and I didn't ever know the title of it because I couldn't look it up so it's yes. just haunted me forever without ever looking at knowing the title of yeah. it which is all I knew it had the woman from Poltergeist who was the psychic Zelda Rubenstein yes uh, or Stein mm-hmm. um, and she uh, was a, and it just said on the back of it what mama wants mama gets because mama has the gift of second sight and then underneath that there was a great big warning sticker yeah. that said this film contains hypnosis elements if you're watching this film you're going to be hypnotised and all you have to do is keep watching the screen and obviously I Whoa. freaked the shit out of yeah, me because yeah, yeah. obviously I knew I couldn't rent the film because I was like nine Yeah, and also I thought what happens if you're watching the film and then like there's a power cut <gasps> you go mad yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. Like, 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 and obviously now I could watch Anguish anytime I wanted to <laughs> I, just, I looked it up it's called Anguish it's yeah. in Spanish or Portuguese oh, wow. and um, yeah the power of like the. I will never watch it. Yeah. <laughs> of course, but I'm sure I had nightmares about Zelda Rubenstein coming to get me. Definitely. And me. Well, because it's that. Also, they um, 
came with that big red 18 certificate, all of these horror films, that was so, like, because you just told as a kid, those are the ones you can't watch. Mm. Suddenly this whole thing takes, and you just assume they contain the most awful, terrible things possible. Let's remember what they, uh... Let's remember what they contain. This film has been classified 18, which means it's for adults only. It's an offence for your shop to supply an 18 video to anyone under that age, so don't ask them to break the law. An 18 film will certainly have an adult theme and might well contain strong scenes of sex or violence, which could be quite graphic. It may also contain some very explicit language, which will frequently mean sexual swear words. Sexual swear words. I love the phrase sexual swear words. Because <laughs> yeah. we all know what it means. Yeah. It's fantastic. Hang on, so like, I'm trying to think of a not, like, of the, of the big hitters in terms of swearing, of, <laughs> yeah. your, of your, your, yeah. your big five or whatever, yeah. the first one that is non-sexual is, I mean, depending on your proclivities, <laughs> is shit, right? Yeah. Beyond that, beyond shit. Well, or, shit was definitely, you could always have a shit in a 15. That's right, yeah, yeah. But like, do you remember when then comedy videos came out and they would have an 18 and you'd be yeah. like, oh my God, imagine what they say. And it's like, they say cunt. Yeah, like, yeah. Someone's <laughs> going to say cunt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Does Lily Savage murder someone in this video? <laughs> yeah. no. Oh my God, how blue is Bob Munkhouse going? <laughs> yeah. I only know, know him from Wipeout. Yeah, what's, yeah. What's he going Heavy Pencil, from the people who brought you Brian and Roger. HJM Talent. Yes, it's Michael. Is Margot there? Uh, Michael. Michael Cork. Are you a client? Yes, yes, I'm a client. I'm the actor Michael Cork. Could I, could I speak to Margot, please? It's urgent. Um, I'm afraid she's doing her colouring in book at the moment. Can I take a message? Uh, yes, could you uh, ask... Sorry, who are you? Uh, Sarah. Tiptree. Right. Well, uh, could well, are you are you Margot's new assistant or something? I... Uh, no, uh, no. Uh, Fliss is Margot's assistant. Yes, yes. I know Fliss. I know that. What, has she left? No, 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 no. I've I've been taken on as Fliss's assistant. You're the you're the assistant's assistant. <laughs> yes, if you like. Heavy pencil by Anna Crilly and Tony Gardner. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
All of television history is contained in the Box of Delights. I've climbed up Nelson's column once before. These are small. And put it down in front of Backpuss. I'm Julia Rayside. Join me and my guests as we dip into our favourite TV memories. You can't tell me what to do, you ain't my mother! I love when a plan comes together. Come and tell us what yours are too. We've all been told we can't discuss nominations. It's a bit of car air. Shut up with a novel on the top. I think I like you, Lovejoy. Find us on Twitter at Box Delights Pod and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we're remaining uh, for your second yeah. choice. This is your favourite scary moment from film or TV. Yes. We are remaining in the early 90s? Ye- or was it late 80s? Hang on, gosh, I, I saw it in the early 90s, but I think it was 89. Because mm. I remember seeing, so before I say what it is, the, the context being that this came with a group of uh, videos that I remember I was sort of introduced to as like, you are now old enough to watch films that aren't exclusively kids films but good like, films yeah. good films yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because there weren't there wasn't Pixar back then so they, yeah. mainly it was just like now some good films and mm-hmm. it was uh, um, The Princess Bride uh, it was ba- The Adventures of Baron Munchausen mm-hmm. and the final one which was uh, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit and so my uh, scariest moment from film or TV is Judge Doom from Who Framed Roger Rabbit I'm so happy we're talking about this because <laughs> this is it was scary, but I loved it. Yeah. I loved the shit. I loved This is the film that made me the uh, badly drawn woman I am today. <laughs> Amazing. I am not, but yeah. It is, was, we will get to, basically, I would watch it. I was obsessed with Heathrow and Roger Rabbit. Yeah. And I'd watch it up until, basically, they're in the warehouse at the end. You know, the... the oh, okay. Thing. So you, you're okay with the first dip scene? Yes. Because I... Okay, the first dip scene is the most horrifying one for me, because it's when yeah. the whole film... Cause, uh, the whole film has been, up until that point, like, just chaos and yeah. brilliant and and then all the sort of slightly grown up sexy stuff that you're like yeah. not, it's, it's like okay I, I, I'll park that yeah, for, for now, when I, for now yeah. until I get to about 39 and then it'll become like my favourite film <laughs> well, that's what pretty cake means I get it now yeah, yeah that's what baby Herman is sticking his finger in the air before he walks under that lady's skirt yeah. now I understand and I feel a bit uncomfortable because yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. baby yes. but when you there's so much going on uh, in that film and they had to animate as well as long they did that by accident oh Oh no! Everything was so yeah, deliberate. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. So there's there's yeah. It, it up until up until the point when uh, Judge Doom comes in and he demonstrates that he has now got a system for policing the cartoons. Yes. Which is uh, so it's um it was oh I can't remember the name of the actor Doc Brown. Yes, uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. That's mm. why because I kept thinking of Doc, Doc Brown. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> um, Christopher Lloyd is 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 a scary human judge and yes. he's and he and he demonstrates that. The uh, tunes can be killed. The mm-hmm. seemingly immortal tunes can be killed with this thing called the dip. Yes, which, which is, is a big, horrible barrel, big sort of oil barrel that yeah. he opens. Yeah, and it's steaming and it's green mm-hmm. and it's turpentine and a bunch of other uh, you know paint strippers. Yeah. Effectively, is the gag. And um, he takes this tiny little squeaky shoe. Yeah, this anthropomorphized little sad shoe. Sad shoe that's that's done something wrong in its life yeah. and, and drops it agonizingly slowly into the dip. It's not like it's um, now. It's just like gone. Yeah. It's like you. You see that thing suffer, and that is the. It's, mm. it, I mean, it's a cartoon. It does, you know. It's and because it's red paint, mm. I absolutely thought it was meant to be blood yeah, for the first yeah, time. Yeah. There's this like film of red on top of the dip. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's meant to be scary. Yes, but it's way more scary than it should be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the, the creak of his gloves as he puts yeah. them on is like this noise. Like it's beautiful. Robert Zemeckis is so good. Yes, with, with both noise and <laughs> then yeah, some of the noises from Death Becomes Her are the best noises oh in films. So, another but, scary VHS cover as well. That is another great very kind good. of uh, scary to title back is uh, Death Becomes Her. If you don't have any context for it, then it's quite. Oh a yeah, no, thing. I can imagine. 
imagine god mm. love that film uh what was i say so so you can watch this but you can watch that bit yes well, and then you get to the end it gets to the end because i don't i didn't have a context for uh christopher lloyd because i was for some reason people talk about loving back to the future mm. it passed me by interesting I, you know how like sometimes maybe you weren't in on the wednesday night when they showed it on tv yeah that for a whole generation that was like when they first saw it and it was amazing and yeah. I feel like I missed that and yeah. so and I, I, I never saw Star Wars I saw Spaceballs right yeah, so yeah. Spaceballs <laughs> to me is that film yeah, yeah, yeah. and Star Wars I saw when I was about 15 right like just completely bar- bypassed me in culture like I think I saw the Ewoks film more than I saw God. Star Wars <laughs> definitely when yeah. you see The Shining and you haven't I saw The Shining first but I know some people who've seen The Shining after seeing The Simpsons yeah. uh, thing and they're Yay. like oh yeah I knew it's not <laughs> scary because I rem- imagine they're like oh the blood usually comes Comes up on the second floor. All, <laughs> all work stuff. and no play makes home go crazy. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Exactly. So, like, if you, yes. Yeah, so, so for me, he was Judge Doom. Mm. I had no like. He wasn't the the friendly but weird, uh, um, you know, Doc from from Back to the Future. Yeah. So yeah, I managed to get through the first thing, and it is an adult film. Like uh, Eddie Valiant is an alcoholic. Yep as a result of his brother's death. Mm-hmm. Like, that is not... It's not like they do something where, like, he's a, he's addicted to, you know... <laughs> sugar. Exactly. I think sugar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, no, he's an alcoholic. Yeah. And, um, and so those are very adult things. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the final bit, which is the uh, showdown uh, mm-hmm. between Eddie Valiant, who's just killed all the weasels. That's really funny when he's doing the, the dance yeah. routine with all the weasels and they're all dying laughing. Well, also, what's really weird is that the, the weasels seem to be the only ones that have ghosts. Yeah, when, yeah, when the shoe dies, the shoe doesn't get a ghost. That is true. What's the shoe done? Why doesn't the shoe have a soul? <laughs> well, just, exactly. Because <laughs> like, they all, yeah, like when you see them, and they all float off to heaven. You're like, oh, that's fine. But yeah, something yeah. about it eradic. I mean, it, there's a there's an awful joke there about the shoe not having a soul. Oh, Let's all... mate, I can't believe I missed that. <laughs> it was oh, there all along. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but then Judge Doom gets run over by a, a um, steamroller, mm-hmm. and you find out that Judge Doom is not human. Judge Doom is a toon wearing a human <gasps> costume with marbles for eyes. With marbles for <laughs> eyes. <laughs> And it's so, the thing that's scariest for me is the fact that you subsequently actually there's like a comic book that gives you the backstory which spoils it. Oh, interesting. But uh, but in the actual film, one, mm. you don't know the name of the villain. You don't know who Christopher Lloyd actually is. No. And you don't know what he looks like because if you find out from, is it Dolores says at the end, oh, he's wearing like a rubber mask mm. and all those things to look human. Mm. So you never find out what... Yeah, I think Mickey Mouse even says, I wonder who that guy was. Yeah. I think I know he's not a toon. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> so it's like... There's this villain that you never see, which is great because yeah. all kids are like the things you don't see are the things that you make most scary because yeah, your God. mind yeah. makes it up. So actually, what lies 
beneath that the, the wax mask yes yeah. is potential and it's got a horrible squeaky voice yeah. and has those red eyes that sort of spiral and you're and I just found it's that whole thing just so scary because there's no they don't give you any answers at the end either you know <gasps> that was it a bank robber that so Judge Doom the tune inside Judge Doom is a bank robber that killed Ellie, Eddie Valiant's yes they brother. sort of say that in the film don't they yeah. Eddie Valiant and his brother caught in mid robbery and he yes. dropped a safe is it safe or it's a piano uh I think it was, oh, I can't remember now. A piano dropped a piano. Piano sounds funnier, so yeah, I'm yeah. going to say piano, but safe makes more sense. Bang yes. robbery, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he dropped a piano on his head. Mm. So there's a comic book that Ben says, actually, he's a guy called, like, um, Baron Von Rotten or something. You're like, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it more funny to think that there's this, whatever whatever this creature is that is, like, an evil tune yeah. uh, that's killing people um, that you never get to see? And so, yeah, so I used to have to watch that up until the point he's about to get run over by the steamroller and then not watch it again because it was just oh. too frightening. And he, yeah, and he's got the weird hair, the weird um, blonde hair on the top of his head and That's stuff. That's right. Um, and it's really so. I rewatched that clip again in advance of this, and, mm. I, sort of, and I, I love Thank the you. film so much. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I imagine it was quite. Did you have to go and like get someone to watch it with you, or, or like? Like when you were okay a kid. Now. When, when I was a kid, I would just wouldn't. I'd just go, oh no, that's the the film. Leave I'd the room. Finish or... the film now, because you oh, know, okay. like when you're a kid, you just watch VHSs, yeah. and eventually you get to an age where, or if you can put the VHS in the player on your own, yeah. then that's it. That's yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. But I'd always be like, and I'm stopping there, um, and because yeah, because it's your nightmare. Someone walking in and going, oh, I love this film. Should we watch <laughs> the end of it? And then yeah, you're yeah. having to make some like excuse, like oh, but I just stabbed myself in the yeah, arm, exactly. so then I've had to go to hospital. Yeah, yeah, we, just, um, oh, we can't watch the end. What a shame. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I remember watching it, so a friend of mine had recorded it off the TV and we watched it there. And what's really strange is, obviously, TV edits. Mm. I knew this film off by heart and I knew almost every shot mm. of that film. So when I watched it again, I was like, one, the dip scene is so much shorter on the TV edit. The bit where the, the, the shoes lowered in, oh, yeah. they remove about four shots of the, the thing mm. suffering. And also there's the bit where... Um, Judge Doom says, when I killed your brother, I talked just like that. And he has that really yeah. high voice. That's cut from the TV version as well. So you didn't see any of that when you were a kid? Oh, no, I saw it. But then my friend wow. had never seen it. But I was like, then I registered in my head that, like, they've taken that out because that's too scary. Oh, like, they've removed that. They that, knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They knew that, like, that's really intense. When he has that horrible high yeah, voice and he's got the demonic like eyes. Death. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. There's also a really horrible bit when he gets run over by the steamroller. Yeah. And you assume he's dead. Yeah. And he springs back up cartoon like yeah. except because he's a cartoon in a human suit and a human body yeah what happened the, the, the effect they use mm. is like stop motion it's like yeah. um, Jason and the Argonaut something like that which is not in any of the rest of the film <laughs> no, no. so it's a completely different form of spooky yes. horror animation she was just like ah <laughs> yeah, and he's like, why has it gone into why has it gone into Jason and he looks like Freddy Krueger because his hat's been squashed flat that's so true mm. I hadn't thought about that yeah and I think it's that's one of those films that talks you through the um uh, being a kid to being an adult which is like oh so it starts off and it's really fun and everything mm-hmm. and, and you, it's got a cartoon at the beginning as well um, and then you're taken through it all and it's, it's quite a lark and then it gets a lot darker uh, so yeah so there's a few of those films that sort of usher you I suppose from like uh, childhood into adulthood mm-hmm. in very subtle ways by sort of introducing you to certain things like certainly Who Framed Roger Rabbit's a very sexy like it wears its sexuality on its, on its yeah, sleeve yeah but that's what I like because it's literally sexiness as a cartoon yes. like they, that's yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what I think one of the things I love about it because Jessica Rabbit such a, is such a strong female character in a time when you really didn't have to have women doing that much good stuff in a film yeah, and yeah. she's she's just so cartoonishly sexy it's yeah. funny yeah <laughs> 
It's a great performance, isn't it? It's oh, Kathleen Turner is so good in that. Yeah. Like, it's such. It is. It and she does it the same with Man with Two Brains. Like it's yeah. when she's just. It's the same character, really. It's just yeah. like so ridiculously sexy mm. that. No one's going to have a wank to it. They're just going to like enjoy it and just yes. go, that's really like it's 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 quite often is in I find it in writing stuff. Yeah, to drag it onto our jobs. Yes, but if you're writing stuff that's like a character is has got to be something that's traditionally quite boring. Like yeah. they're nice. Yes, or um or they're you know they're kind mm. and it's really difficult to make that interesting. And if you're doing a cast of like people who are like have much more interesting traits, but if yeah. you take that fader and you turn it all the way up. You suddenly get characters like Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec, whose thing yeah. is that she's kind. Yeah. And, but if you turn that to a million, it's just better. So, yeah, do yeah. the sexy that way. I think and, as yeah. well, like, there's very few. Um, imagine now, I suppose, I suppose there's like things that are titillating, but imagine doing like writing a comedy or something where one of the aims of one of the characters mm. was to be sexy. Yeah. And how, like, how I don't know. I find that very intimidating. You'd to never like... get that now in a in a film because they're so they're so compartmentalised now. Yeah, they, yeah. You don't family films like even Pixar doesn't seem to be making family films anymore. They're not no. bothered. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Toy Story Four is like, well, we've done the bit where everyone's going to have a cry, and we've done the merchandising, and it's oh, right. fine. Yeah. And then it's about sort of dads. Yes, yeah, <laughs> dads, yeah. dads and empty nests and stuff. And it's like, oh, all right, just just have a little rest. Yeah, Pixar yeah. is fine. <laughs> You're all very sad now. Yeah, yeah. and Wreck It Ralph is just I I, I love Wreck It Ralph Two is the only thing I've seen recently where it did that kind of chaotic. So many universes. Ah, yeah. and then you remember Disney owns everything, oh, right, so it's okay. really bleak. So you've got mm. all these like you know oh my god it's C-3PO bumming Deadpool <laughs> and it's oh no that's not chaotic yeah, Disney just owns them all now. and that's yeah. the thing when, you, when you're watching it and it is, it's overwhelming that you have and that there are stories about how there were, there were limits like they literally it was lawyers were talking mm. about the frames weren't they about yeah. like so I think that uh, Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse descend into shots at different points but then one speaks before the other and like it's the same thing as like when The Rock and Jason Statham fight <laughs> and they need to be like there's four punches here and there's two punches here but they won't lose to this person it's all like yeah and they are cartoon men they really are <laughs> Jason Statham they're yeah. just they're like our modern cartoon Your final choice. Yes. I fucking hate you. I'm so what sorry. What did you make me watch? <laughs> so. This is, yeah, tell me what, well, the, this is your fear you live with now and now yeah. I live with now. Oh God, my, the fear I live with now broadly is YouTube, but the example <laughs> I gave you is a thing called, by a, a YouTuber called Chills, called the top 15 scariest YouTube videos. Yeah. Got to put a little clip in there. Yeah. Obey the walrus. This video obtained its fame a while back from the confusing and creepy vibe it radiates. It's a very old video, and the quality shows that. It features very creepy and childish music that plays over footage of a transvestite wearing a pink dress and walking around in a distorted manner. Just the voiceover. The voice, the voiceover. So, that's part of it. What's weird about this collection, is a collection of clips. It is. Of the 15 scariest things you can yeah. see on the internet. Which aren't, like, which are... You know, I think he produces one of these a week, so there's oh, one a month. So, like, yeah, there's variations on where, how scary you'll find each one. And I really want to know which one, if it was just the general framing of it that was the most scary thing. Cause, no, the scariest thing for me yeah. was that it felt like it had been put together by someone who has no actual human emotion whatsoever <laughs> yeah. and is going on, like, hits or clicks or something. Because right, it, yeah. it, it was the lurch that went from, like, I think the first three yeah. are kind of 
shitty early internet. We've slowed down a, a video of a, a creepy doll or yeah, a, or a yeah. person, uh, a disabled person, uh, yeah. like dancing in the movie. Well, yeah. I mean, I actually know who Goddess Bunny is, and yeah. and, and this, this yeah, is, so but it's just like a slow down clip of Goddess Bunny yeah. performing. Um, uh, they're a, they're a, a, a they're a transgender performer yeah. who is um, performing in drag and it, and and they've got scoliosis. And it's quite a beautiful video, but actually, if you slow it down, I've got creepy music and lots of stuff. Yeah, it's very yeah. early internet kind of thing. Yeah. So it's things like that, and then there's a lot of things that are like a spooky doll. Yeah. Or oh, here's a Japanese video of an advert slowed down, yeah, and yeah, apparently, yeah. if you watch it 16 times, you'll get cancer. Yeah. Like there's, <laughs> there's loads of those in this kind of countdown video. Yeah. And you go from sort of three or four of those, and some of them are really spooky. One of them's like the, you know, that thing where you have to watch the car driving through the countryside, and then a scary uh, face jumps out. Yeah. You're brilliant. Then it's just a snuff film. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, Here's number fifteen. This creepy clip is a man slowly drowning as his oxygen tank runs out. Yeah, that this was is like... the footage from his phone. You're like, no, why? No, I'm just watching a man. This is no. Yeah, this is a man actually drowning. Which is oh, the, like, okay. For me, that distills. And I completely forgot that one was in there because I didn't want to send anything that was like that. Actually, because it's fun to be scared by like you know things that people created. Like this one with the guy that's like clay masks and makes them all scary and stuff. But yeah, that was great. Yeah, I like it, and I, I don't. Mm. I think that's. I wanted to get that across without actually having a snuff film. I, I failed. I'll be honest. No, no it's um, fine. I mean, it, that was it, that was what was scariest about it to me. I mean, I, I would watch all those little yeah, yeah. spooky clips. Mm. Like I was like, oh, creepy pasta. Oh, yeah, lovely. Yeah, I love yeah. all that stuff. Oh, that's that's a little nice sort of. And then yeah, and then but that's the, the the kind of detachment of going. Yeah, let's go from the uh, yeah yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. The spooky ballerina video. <laughs> no, I I love all the kind of the urban myth stuff that's all behind it as well. I found really interesting. That's really fun. There's the one with the mannequin and it's singing and it's like was this uh, a serial killer wanted his victims to sing these things to him and so he made the doll sing it to him and all that Um, but I think that's why it represents like for me YouTube although I know they have and I don't want to get us into any legal uh, swampy ground but like obviously they have uh, parameters and rules of guidance for what you can and can't include Mm. on YouTube but there is still a uh, a lack of conscience like YouTube and those things has such a lack of conscience and that is like so that's why it scares me now one because you can go on an internet rabbit hole and if you're young Mm -hmm. you can end up somewhere very dark uh, that you'd have to work when we at our age you know when we were sort of younger we'd have to go out of our way to find that stuff and yeah. now YouTube auto plays until you end up oh I'm uh, yeah YouTube auto plays as a parent mm-hmm. uh, you, yeah the auto play thing scares the shit out of me to the, I've seen some of the shit that gets buried in auto play if you look yeah. at like the Peppa Pig stuff oh really um, I mean obviously there's a lot of like bullshit ones that yeah. have started like the Momo challenge and whatever yes. which I, I love them <laughs> I, I, things like that like just they're fun they're like oh, yeah, they're yeah. like our urban myths they're, like exactly. the they're like the kid at school who stuck two pencils up his nose and slammed his head yeah. into the desk and everyone who was doing the exam got an A I yeah. <laughs> That's just brilliant. Yeah, but the the ones that are made they're made by algorithms that's the thing there's no humanity in it there's these just videos that are like made by algorithms but that you are sort can of game ma- as well you can actually sort of get you can make these algorithms yeah. work for you if you are nefarious and you right. want to do that kind of so stuff so they sort so. of mix up any footage they found of anything that re- resembles Peppa Pig yeah including sort of nightmare parody ones and then like then they slowed down bits of video and like they look horrible and creepy as fuck yeah like you, if you let a Peppa Pig video autoplay and, and I'm sure I'm sure they're all made by BBC Worldwide to make you make sure you buy, them, <laughs> buy yes. the videos makes the, sense yeah. but the idea that you could just like and it's the thing of like just having a nap like you put someone mm. in, and then you just like maybe fall and then suddenly they're watching this stuff mm. so yeah so it's so there's this 
this guy who talks like this and he narrates them and like you say what works really well here is that you're going to be scared by a thing jumping out at you yeah. <laughs> the guy jumps out at you and makes you feel frightened yeah. <laughs> and you're like yep yeah, here's you're number 12 <laughs> a guy kissing a corpse yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. no, no, no that's a real that's a real man kissing a corpse yeah, right, yeah. that does not look fake so there's there's the other one which is the which is I mean I, I'll bring this out for people uh, when they're prepared which is uh, there's a, a paedophile singing pretty woman oh my god which is which is an actual that's that guy who broke his court order to go on YouTube to lip sync pretty woman and he looks like if you imagine a paedophile, that's it. That's the guy yeah. you're imagining. If you imagine someone who would be in the Chris Morris Barso Pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> that's him. Oh. Uh, it's an extraordinary yeah. clip. <clears throat> and it is that just like, it's someone who's delighting in all of this horrible stuff. It's, he just has no... He can't. He can't tell the difference between someone who's made like a funny video of like a oh here's a here's a mannequin that's mm. moving in an amusing you know or, or here's a video that someone posted with an orb that looks yeah. a bit like a ghost yeah, yeah and it's like oh lo- oh here's a funny fake found footage thing yes. where a man is going around the Paris catacombs you're like mm. oh yeah that's that's really fun that's fun or the oh my favorite I don't know what my favorite one was my yeah. favorite was the uh, YouTube lady doing a makeup tutorial <gasps> and then that's suddenly, so good it's so good <laughs> and then suddenly getting possessed. And yeah. slamming her face into <laughs> like it's yeah. just good fun. It's, it's really good. good. And you if know... you like horror things, it's good fun. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're obviously braced and ready for that stuff when you're watching a thing called like fifteen horrifying yeah, canon. Yeah. But this is you. This is what you do. You sit and watch these. Do you? Is is it the aggregated ones you like, or you Definitely. like the ones that you just okay? You you don't yeah, you like to know. I want to if someone and I put a lot of trust in chills. This this guy. Hey, um, I'm chills. <laughs> And I'm like, please don't let me know. But like that, because they are, there's a certain amount of uh, what I don't want to do. And what really sort of worried me was, uh, you know, I see people who talk about going on Reddit and things like that. Mm. And I think that I'd really like Reddit. And I think I would now. I know mm. it's a slight home for some uh, odd people. But like, uh, it's those places where suddenly you can come across there's things like watch people die. And you're yeah. like, I don't, I don't yeah. want to, that feels like a transgression. I, if people have made something that's creepy mm. or they've repurposed footage to make it creepy and then created a backstory about it or whatever, yeah. lovely stuff. And Great. I'm so up for that. And yeah. it's occasionally, it's that slight Wild West thing still on the internet where you can find yourself going, oh no, I didn't want to, I didn't want to end up here. And now I, that those images will never leave me. And it's like, you can still sort of do that. And maybe we're, I don't know. I, I'm so conflicted about internet censorship and all those things because it's a dodgy, you know, yeah. where to end. But also, I don't want to end up on a website where you can do four clicks and then watch a guy accidentally chainsaw his own face off or something or yeah. those kind of things. Yeah, no, it's, it, it, and that, yeah, it's the, 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 um, the fact that none of this is being decided for you. It's being yeah, decided yeah. by an algorithm that yes. is going, to, that, that wants you to keep watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll sort of start offering you <laughs> little side parts. There's an excellent uh, episode of Reply All about this. Mm. Uh, apparently it's because um, every single YouTube video, eventually, if you left it auto-playing, mm. would eventually end up at um, Gangnam Style. That was like a joke. <laughs> and so... <laughs> They change the algorithm. So rather than going for like the most popular things, the, the algorithm yeah. doesn't work for anymore. So that's why actually people are getting funneled towards the your weird um, conspiracy theorists and stuff like mm. that. 
So yeah, I mean, there must be a computer out there somewhere that's just started on the most innocuous video of all time and is auto-playing forever, and just where it ends up and whether it could, I don't know, you sort of wonder whether it would just cover every single video in the world or what would actually yeah. happen. Do, mm. Let's pinpoint, what is your actual fear that you're going to accidentally see a snuff or you're accidentally <laughs> going to enjoy something you shouldn't? I or? think that, like, when you go on some of these, like YouTube, you're entering a world where, and it's not the dark web, but you're entering a world where you don't have control mm. over necessary everything Everything that you're going to see, yeah, and yeah, you're you're happily playing in a world where you're watching interviews of you know musicians and actors that I like, and that's all fun over here. Mm. But then lurking in the dark woods is stuff that would absolutely you know would would absolutely haunt you. And it's all on the same website. And if you were to you know you're only a Google away from thinking what's the worst thing I could ever see, and it's there. <laughs> <laughs> so that 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 worries me. Oh, just, I love the metaphor of it being you know away from the campfire and that the woods yeah, and the dark yeah. woods behind you it's true there's mm. there's a you know are you why, why the hell would you go off and explore a noise you've heard but yes. we all do <laughs> <laughs> you all go down that internet rabbit hole of a, like, yeah. Yeah. but the other end of that is quite interesting because like you say the um the alternative is you watch something like chills and <laughs> <Jill>. you see <laughs> is it mistress bunny and so no, goddess bunny sorry. goddess bunny sorry. and so you um so you see the, this video and you see Goddess Bunny and actually mm. you find out about that this sort of slightly scary image because obviously her um, joints are inverted so she moves in a, a way that's not... Yes, yeah, she, um, she's, she's, she, I, 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 let's use the pronoun she because I'm not entirely certain. Did, but, did I do that? Eh? Did, I, did I say she? Yeah, but it's oh, all right. I, I mean, let's, let's just use the pronoun she yeah. and Goddess Bunny because uh, Goddess uh, yeah. and uh, she's dressed in like, sort of ballerina outfit and she's yeah. got th- scoliosis or something. So yes, she, yeah. she, her physicality is very jerky and yes. she's dancing and clearly yeah. uh, presenting in this kind of like very, it seems quite celebratory. Yeah. But if you slow it down, you exactly. pop music and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and because they've got uh, male features in heavy female makeup, yeah. it's got that kind of trans panic kind of thing going yes. on. On, um, which actually that's that's what I found quite interesting about all those videos mm. is that loads of them are about uh, female faces looking scary. Oh, they're all yes. dolls yeah. or mannequins or like like but they're like they're either men dressed up as women or they're like a robot that's got a female, <laughs> female voice, voice and a female voice and a female wig. It's like yeah. why is that I scared of women, men? Yeah. <laughs> what What's is your fucking it? problem? Yeah. Are we just are we just imagine it is like being a little girl or twins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what, are we just scary? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh imagine a woman. Yeah. <laughs> nothing scary. We are so much more scared of everything else. <laughs> oh, God. We're like spiders. Yes, is that more <laughs> But is that like women they're more afraid of you. <laughs> you are of them. <laughs> it's a great slogan. Yeah, <laughs> the slogan for women. Yeah, <laughs> why not try one today? Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's like the more you find, the more information you get about these things. They see so you start, you see this horror. This mm. like, so you start and you see this creepy image mm. and then the more you strip it of its of its power to be creepy by informing yourself about what yeah. it is by finding out that uh, this woman is actually uh, I think a burlesque dancer as well mm. and that sort of makes, she makes a living and that this is an art piece designed by someone and this is actually someone created this to do these things when you educate yourself they stop being scary yeah. and they become oh that's it that becomes interesting you're like yeah. oh this person puts clay on his face and yeah. makes like horrible but that's re- it looks really cool it's like, it's really like you just idea. shined a torch into yes, the dark exactly. yeah, and yeah. found out what's going on yeah, it's weird. I went on one of those deep dives earlier on when we were talking uh, 
because I knew we'd be talking about Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and yeah. I was trying to remember if all those fantastic urban myths that oh, went yeah. around when we were a kid. Again, mm. it's those snippety, tiny bits of information. But when you were at school, did you get all the Roger Rabbit urban myths? Uh, what was it? so that, that you can see she has like she's not wearing any underwear. Jessica Rabbit's got no pants yeah. on. Uh, what was the other one? I can't remember the other. Oh, uh, there's, there's well, there's there was always loads of Disney ones, right? I think because that's the perfect storm yeah, of imagine yeah, yeah. it'd be the worst thing in the world if there was some. I think there's yeah. some coral in the Little Mermaid. That's uh, oh, the stars after Mufasa disappears in right. the sky spell out meant to spell out uh, sex but I think it's meant to be SFX as in special effects <laughs> things I think so uh, there is oh the, the rescuers there's a topless woman in the rescuers great uh, it's like a frame isn't there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I love all that. This is great. <laughs> it's so much fun. But then, yeah, you can now, it's no fun now. You can just immediately go on the internet yeah, and look yeah. at the Snopes page for Roger Rabbit, which apparently half of the things are, are bullshit, and, and the other half were just like, yeah, they didn't bother to think about people <laughs> slowing it down to bother putting yeah. a shade of colour between her legs so it looks like she's got a shaved fanny. Yeah. <laughs> and if people were pausing that and having a wank, yeah. God bless them. Good for you. Good for that. Good, is, um, good for you. That has to be the only VHS you own and like there's nothing else in your house if that is I what you're I want to meet the people who've got that kind of worn out yeah, yeah. rabbit <laughs> moment. I mean, people had weird wanks back in the 80s and 90s before really the internet. That's the, that's the podcast that's whole, that oh, me, yeah. me and Ben Partridge want to start a podcast called Weird Wanks. I would going to. 100% subscribe to that everyone it's like no one would be a guest on it yeah yeah but everyone wants to talk about it like oh I used to like I just, I just want to get on my friend who used to masturbate to the Tampax instructions <laughs> the, 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 the diagram from the instructions in the Tampax packet amazing it's just a lady with her leg up on the sink <laughs> imagine being like, the... split down the middle oh god <laughs> Imagine being the first guest on that part. Like, yeah. doing, you and Ben are there, and you're like, Me and Ben Partridge, yeah. And before, the, before there's some ones you can listen to and gauge the tone, you're like the person who tests the water yeah. and is like, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about, yeah. <laughs> Who's the, the one that. We all used to wank over uh, Sebastian in the little. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's not cool. Remember how we all wanted to fuck the fox Robin Hood? Yeah. Yes, now everyone says that. Yeah. God, so boring. Exactly, you either go yeah. not acceptable or way, t- way too far. So, like, what the, 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 female, uh, the female bunny from Space Jam? I feel like that comes up a lot. People like. The fe- she- well, girl bunnies, yeah, girl totally. Bunnies. And the Cadbury's Caramel Bunny. Uh, Oh, yeah. yeah, Miriam Muggleys. Back is to it? rabbits again. But it, when weirdly, everyone conflates Jessica Rabbit and yeah, the Cadbury's yeah. Caramel Rabbit. Interesting. Is that Miriam Muggleys? I thought that was um, Jam Ravens. No, Miriam Muggleys was Cadbury's Caramel Bunny. Oh. Mm. I know, puts a whole sexy spin on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, like, well, I don't, before I start getting too carried away and pitching yeah. it to the great big owl. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a great idea. It's about weird shit people used to wank to before there was the internet. Yeah. It involves sexy playing cards, <laughs> Sam Fox's strip poker game, uh, and yeah. the George and Lynn cartoon in the sun. <laughs> That's um, my top three. <laughs> nice. What would yours be? <laughs> I'm genuine because I don't. I, I want to offer up something that's genuinely interesting. Because uh, your your introduction to so much of this stuff is like weirdly comedy, isn't it? Mm. So oh, like, it's first time you see tits as airplane. Yeah, or yeah. trading places. Yes. Yeah. So it would probably the first time you see a Willie as life of Brian. Yeah, and that and a be, fanny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Graham Chapman on the slack in Life of Brian is probably yeah. one of my very earliest sexy memories. That's very true. And then that the woman who became the mayor of Aberystwyth. Yeah, then, Judith. Yeah, who with, held with, a screening basically to go have a look at Look my, at my massive 70s burst. Yeah. <laughs> as my friend Log described it, like someone had thrown a bag of soot between her legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's normal for the 70s. Yeah. Nah. 
Let's end on you recommending one super scary YouTube thing that you've seen recently that you like for our listeners. Yeah, that's really good. I heartily recommend the... Uh, okay, I, I won't do one where anyone actually in real life suffered. That would be nice. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, anything that gives an ex- there's a few YouTube explanations that give an explanation of the supposed terrifying episode of SpongeBob SquarePants, right? Uh, called something like Squidward's Depression or Squidward's uh, Squidward's Day or something. And basically, it's anything that tells the story, which is there's apparently this episode of um, SpongeBob SquarePants written by someone who never worked on it again, and it obviously you know, and all the <laughs> scripts were burned, and they show this episode, <laughs> and it's like it describes this episode of SpongeBob SquarePants that supposedly like mind-bending like people went insane watching it and all these things great and it's clearly not true but it's just some sometimes it's really nice to sit in that world where there could be you know an episode of something yeah. like where the simpsons does know what's going to happen in the future rather than just producing enough episodes that inevitably they get a few things right uh, you know like that kind of thing where you can go oh oh my god what if this actually happened and, and there was this terrifying episode of Spongebob Squarepants oh god oh no I want to watch that that sounds great <laughs> and, and the idea that a show that, that take, you know takes about a year to make an episode yeah, exactly. of, 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 of animation but oh no it somehow slipped through the net yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> you just saw those people who know nothing about the production of anything but go mm. like maybe it could happen it couldn't it yeah. really couldn't no that's that is that is that is the safe kind of scary that I like a lot yes <laughs> It's the creepy pasta, isn't it? It's that kind yeah. of thing that's really fun. Oh, cheers, Tom Lean, and that Thanks was so fantastic. much for having me. Anything you want to plug? Um, I, I myself have a podcast that will be coming out at the end of Ooh, uh, October. <laughs> yes, it's uh, it's a scripted podcast uh, with BBC Sounds. Uh, when will this go out, do you reckon? Oh, very good question. Mm. Soon enough, before October. Yes, before October. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, I, uh, uh, what can I say? I'll just say, yeah, it's like basically I'm playing a version of me that's from my most recent uh, Edinburgh show. So it's that kind of thing. Uh, and I'm playing sort of the worst version of myself, uh, which has been a weird process to write. But I hope people like it and get the joke. Fantastic. Mm. All right. Thank you so much, Tom. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Bye. Welcome to the musical podcast. I'm Kiri. And I'm Jade. And I'm Dave. And Dave's on keys. But we don't play that too much because otherwise we'll have to pay some people rights money. Yeah. Uh, we do a live show where comedians come and sing their favourite musical theatre songs in front of a live audience. This podcast is us bringing that person inside of a building. <laughs> Welcome to Just a Minute with Jade Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I panicked. Enjoy. Enjoy. 